From the WEEI Studios, 93.7, WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Gerard Mayo going from burn some cash and we're going to spend a thousand percent to now saying, ah, you can't just buy everybody in free agency and seeming to pump the brakes and walk those comments back. Why, uh, why do you think he's doing that? I think the comment itself was kind of tongue in cheek, a little bit glib. And he probably realized that, yeah, it's a little bit unserious and that's probably not the first impression I want to send out there because I think burn some cash. Certainly anyone hearing that would say, whoa, 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 whoa. But when you look at or hear the context in which he was uttering it, it was, again, you know, probably too glib by half for a new head coach to say it that way. And that would be my guess. I didn't talk about him direct, about it with him directly because I'm not an indie. Tommy Curran on Gerard Mayo walking back his burn some cash comments. We've talked about that a lot today on Jones and Mego. No Arkan. We were just joined in studio by Mike Cadlick for a full hour. If you missed any of that, it's good stuff from Cadlick. I wonder if he's going to come back. What do you mean? I mean, if you were too mean to him. Oh, I think I went easy on him. You think I was too mean? Sometimes you get this look where you kind of like, you look like a cat that's like, you know, like looming down yeah. because it sees something. Size so sure. like a bird from you 200 get, feet. You get lower in your seat. You get lower, you get lower, and you kind of come at an angle. And yeah. that's when I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah. He's about to pounce. Col- yeah. It's a cobra ready to strike. Yeah, no, it was relative. I thought that was mild. What are you talking about? It was just he, he wants to sign just like you. He wants to sign crappy players back. I don't want those crappy players back. On when you and Duggar? I mean, you guys basically agree. I'm a little less high on Duggar than him. Okay. I'm still waiting for someone to sell me on Duggar as if we need that. <laughs> I mean, he said he's below average in the passing game. He's a safety. What the hell do I want? Why do I want that? Guys, I don't get that. He stinks in the passing game. I've said this since he was a rookie. He still stinks in the passing game. I don't even like your guy, Jabril Peppers, and Peppers was better than him last year. Why well, got to throw more money at that guy? Why don't you sign an actual good safety in Antoine Winfield? If you're going to sign a safety, this is why I've now shifted on him. Yeah, you're really walking back your only spend on the offense no, comments. No, no, no. If they're not, if they're afraid to spend on guys New like Hollywood pool. Brown. Why is Adam Jones walking back no, I said this. his only spend on offense comments? I said this to Ryan. So the option. I One, still, I Ken st- told him to stop being so harsh. I still Two, want them to spend on offense. He's reading Twitch comments. I still Three. want them to spend on offense. But if they're not going, if the alternative is not spending, they should spend on some defensive players. And fine, there's not as many offensive players as I thought there were going to be. I thought it was going to be Evans and Calvin Ridley and Pittman and Higgins. So I'm not going to knock them for not spending on those guys. They can't. They still need to spend their money. This is what I'm saying. So fine, go ahead. Spend on, spend on some running backs. I wasn't really planning on that. Spend on some defensive players. I wasn't planning on that. Go get Dalton Schultz. I didn't give two craps about that. I think this is They exact, still better spend. These are exactly the meetings that Gerard Mayo is having. He's like, oh, man. Now I got to spend on running backs. I wasn't anticipating that. Oh, I guess I would have to spend on some defense too. Wasn't anticipating. Uh, Karen, Karen, could you come here, please? I'd like to have a word with you because uh, so, I'm I'm realizing some things in real time that I didn't know a couple months ago. So I mostly agree with you. The thing that I just get stuck on, not with you, and I don't want to pick on Cadillac because he's echoing a lot of what Gerard Mayo told Karen Garigian mm-hmm. in Mass Life today is that this idea of we need to approach this so responsibly. You don't. Like, your team's starving. Yeah. Go shopping. No, no, no. They've been too responsible. This team is too responsible well, with their spending. Well, I would say you could they say don't spend. 2021 wasn't, like, okay, the most that's, responsible. That's one year. But that ha- guy's not here anymore. Right. So, fine. They But they didn't spend well that year. 
but at least they spent, and they made the playoffs that year. So, like, why is that a bad thing again? Because the other side why would is counter, that a bad thing? The other side would counter, you spent so much that year, and then you didn't spend the next two but years. But that's crap. And that's, that's, and that's so that's, unbalanced. That's what I push back on is, oh, well, we spent in 2021, so we couldn't spend in 2022 and 2023. Garbage. Over the last 10 years, you spent the least. You could have kept spending in 2022. Kraft chose not to. You could have spent in 2023. Kraft chose not to. So you can spend in 2021, spend in 2022, spend in 2023, spend in 2024. Like, you can keep doing that. When Gerard Mayo says that's not sustainable, that's what's scary to me. And build Maddie P's weight room? <laughs> I know, it's crazy. You think weight rooms grow on trees? I know, you got to actually spend money on your football team. And There's your too many treadmills. Where am I supposed to place my ketchup fountain? Somebody, I, I just remembered this because I forgot about uh, Patricia and uh, the, the fat gym that he's building down ah. there. That's so mean. Uh, somebody texted that you never trust a skinny chef. True. Wait, why not? I, why would you trust a skinny chef? Because they're fit? If Matt Patricia was cooking food, I'd What if it. they're a competitive if Matt Patricia, eater? If Matt Patricia's designing a gym, I'm out. Yeah, you know what? I'm a terrible cook. And if I'm designing a gym, I'd also be out. Look at me. I don't. So use is the, the gym. idea with the skinny chef like they can't help it when they're cooking? They're like, mm-hmm. they don't know food. This is a, this is. I mean, not to. I was watching Curb last night. Uh, late Richard Lewis. I watched some Curb, and this is a this is an old bit on Curb. But like, uh, Larry David's like, why do you think you know more food than me? To Jeff, just like because I'm fat. What do you mean? You know what I get hung up on? And Larry David's like, you don't know more about food than me just because you're fat. You think you know more? I appreciate food more. This is the bit. Okay. But yeah, but I'm on Jeff's side on this. I'm like thinking about where this applies at other uh, other goods, uh-huh. services. And like, for example, I won't, I'll look at uh, when I get, when I'm trying to choose a hairdresser, I'm like, well, what are they doing with their hair? Right. If their hair is questionable, I don't want them touching my hair. Right. That's bad judgment. Right. This is how I feel about dentists. Your teeth better look spectacular. A chef comes out and he looks like me. Do you trust him? Yeah, probably. I don't. A chef comes I out and looks like think, Patricia. I probably I'm think in. he's doing a lot of cocaina <laughs> back there for his late hours if he looks like you. But I, I'm like, yeah, he can't eat it. He's too stimulated. It's fair. It's a good point. Uh, so, look, I... It ruins I, the buds. I, don't, I didn't realize Matt Patricia was designing the gym. That is not... You want body by Jake. You don't want body by Matt. That's not what you want. Uh, can I hear a little bit more from Tommy Curran? This is on uh, something Mego asked him about free agency and their approach. I think that they can definitely do some damage in free agency, and I think that they can do some damage with their own free agents. And what Elliot Wolf was saying this week about weaponizing the offense and making competitive it seemed to indicate that they could do that fairly quickly. So to me, that means you're looking at tackles, you're looking at wide receivers, you're looking at all the spots that they have yawning, gaping holes at, and those are included with their own free agents. They don't have any tight ends on the roster. So you have Hunter Henry. Do you re-sign him? Certainly he's you know, a borderline top dozen tight end. Certainly not elite, but he would be a good signing for them. Does he get a raise? Where do you go in free agency relative to wide receiver? Is Calvin Ridley who you want? How will those guys succeed or do in a Patriot system and in the climate? All those things, I think, have to be climate, meaning the weather. I think there's plenty of answers out there, but also that draft and develop, I think is significant too that Elliot Wolf talked about too, where they're going to try and take players who they can get something out of really quickly and, and develop them on the field. Okay. He mentioned Ridley. I I think Ridley's staying in Jacksonville based on some of the latest reporting. If I have that wrong, I think the Patriots should be all in on Ridley because he's the best receiver left by far. He's like, there's not rats here anymore. <laughs> 
You guys did a good job with this. Jacksonville did very well uh, uh, from last year's survey to this year's NFLPA survey, which maybe the Patriots could take a page out of that playbook. Um, Bunch of litter boxes all over that stadium. We're both paying Ridley. One more time, if Ridley's gone and Evans is re-signing in Tampa and Higgins gets tagged and Pittman gets tagged, what are you doing at wide receiver? Trading for Stefan Diggs. Okay. No, not a, not a possible answer right now. Yeah, I mean, okay. uh, look, I would I'm do the same thing. Trading for Devontae Adams. In free agency, what are you doing? Curtis Samuel. So what? So this, like, look. I'm I watch a lot of them. I'm not going to shame them. I mean, that's that's the reason why. I'm not going to shame them for spending, but that just doesn't feel who's, high level. Who's left that's moving the needle? Hollywood Brown is better than, than Curtis Samuel, and he's better he than Tyler Boyd. I, I don't know. He hasn't been healthy the last two years in Arizona. But his first three years in Baltimore, he was good. And so I would bring him in. That's what I would do. And if I'm overpaying, then so be it. But my real plan at receiver is something like Hollywood Brown if Ridley's gone. Hopefully Steph Diggs shakes free. Or, you know, the Vikings are lying I mean, about Steph Jefferson. Steph might not even be Steph Diggs level. He might not be. But I'd definitely pay him. Maybe Jefferson actually is available. Maybe Devontae Adams is actually available. Maybe Ayuk is a name. But assuming the best I can do in free agency is Hollywood Brown, I'm snapping him up and I'm drafting somebody at 34 or I'm trading up into the late 20s and securing my receiver there. And that's the new approach. It's not ideal. It's not what I hoped for a month ago when Gerard Mayo was talking about burning cash, but that's what I do. 617-779-7937. Matt's in Walpole. Go ahead, Matt. What's going on? Uh, yeah, I want to talk about what Sam Kennedy said yesterday because I can't listen to this guy speak anymore, man. But I told you guys I'm a real sicko, so I'm getting on a plane to go to Fort Myers tomorrow. Oh, nice. But uh, You going to say hi to yeah, Greg for us? Greg, Greg will be there in the morning, yeah. Yeah, there we go. So, uh, But uh, then I'm listening to the Sam Kennedy speak yesterday. So basically, just a quick recap of how this has gone since the whole full throttle thing is that we're not going full throttle, but don't worry, it's because we don't have financial parameters, but we do have financial parameters, but we're the Red Sox, so we can blow through them whenever we want. But actually, it's a break-even business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and the Red Sox are for profit. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, so now it's my fault that we actually don't have the money to spend on players. It's just awful. I also, rather... you're a liar. Yeah, yeah also, yeah, you're a liar. And I'm a liar. Yeah, 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 I can't forget that. And you're a liar on I top think I would rather, uh, I would rather, when I go down this weekend, if Sam Kennedy promises to stop speaking to the media, I'll let him kick me in the groin. And I'll say thank you. <laughs> I'm serious. Okay. I think well it would done, feel better. Matt. Look, let's, um, let's pull that. Let's mark tape. Uh, that's an offer from Matt and Walpole, a genuine offer, I think. Uh, I'll have Matt, my people talk to Sam Kennedy. From Matt and people. Walpole to Red Sox ownership. It sounded like a request. Look, we're the... We're... Please, sir. You think that's Matt's kind of thing is what you're saying? Well, maybe. Hey, I don't kink shame. Don't yuck his yum, Mego. Come <laughs> no, on. Seriously. How dare so close-minded of you. We never. So, uh, look, let's mark tape. We're the Red Sox flagship. I mean, uh, we we uh, you know we know people who can get in contact with, uh, you know, very higher-ups in uh, in that organization. Craig. We yeah, know Greg. right. We know Greg. Greg. And so, all right, that's a that's a standing offer to Sam Kennedy from Matt and Walpole. That's a, that might be one of the Red Sox biggest fans, by the way, and that's what he's saying. Uh, real quick, ec- I never say this. Excellent, excellent name oh, and suggestion the name in the Twitch say. chat. Yeah, what, go is, ahead. what is it? You say it. Uh, Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. So here's here's what I do know about the Chargers. Did you obviously Joseph. Uh, excellent suggestion. Here's what I know about the Chargers. I believe Keenan Allen and Mike Williams have two of the higher cap hits at receiver uh, this offseason. Now, you know, you can restructure and work out deals, but the Chargers may be ready to move on from, I don't want Mike Mike Williams. Okay, thank you. But they might be ready to move on from Keenan Allen. If he's available, that's a great name. That's Our a great suggestion. Our mutual friend DJ Bean was trying to talk me into 
uh, Mike, Mike Williams. Williams. And I was like, he is 37 years old with a disjointed knee. Well, he's <laughs> not 37. He's he's 36. Sorry. Mike Williams? No, yes. Keenan Allen. Keenan no. Allen's 31. How Mike Williams. Is 36? No, he isn't. He's in his 20s. Let me look this up. 20? Could <laughs> I interest you guys in a $34 million I'm sorry. He's 30. Okay. okay. He's, well, he's that's, 30. Honestly, that's still older than I thought. What did you just say? $34 million cap hit next year. Keenan Allen. Yeah, sure. They have tons of cap space. So, like, the cap space is just a fake number. What are you actually paying him in real money? But sure, fine. Yeah, you, you want? I would. I would love Keenan Allen here. Great suggestion. Ten I never, times before Hollywood Brown. Bravo, definitely. Bravo Twitch chat. But you—that's better than Hollywood Brown. I'm with you on that. Uh, Rob is in Wakefield. Go ahead, Rob. Hey, uh, I'm a big Commanders fan, and uh, listen to the podcast down there all the time. And, and Cooley has a pretty good inside scoop. I think the Commanders are going to stick with Sam. We talk about Chris Cooley here. And, yeah, Chris Cooley. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. nice. And 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 they're going to go with uh, pick up Marvin Harrison with the number two pick. So the Pats will probably get the second choice there. But then they're looking to get some beef up front to to protect Hal. So they might be willing. I noticed Mego mentioned uh, Curtis Samuel, but they also have Johan Dotson and uh, Jameson Crowder that they might be Rob, willing who's their, to part with. Who's for, their running back? I can't remember. Who's, who's the Washington Commander's running back? I'm trying to remember his name. Uh uh, you wouldn't have asked me. Brian Robinson. Uh, well, that's one of them. Yeah. That's not the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gibson oh, is the other. Oh, Antonio Gibson, the yeah. The, 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 who else is on, who else is on the Washington to... football team? Terry McLaurin. Ooh, Terry McLaurin, good one. Logan Thomas. Terry is who they want to get. They want to put Marvin Harrison in there and keep Sam Howell, get some beef up front. So the, if the Pats could give them their second round pick, they may be able to squeeze a, a receiver out of them, and that would can solve okay. that problem. Well, I, you know what? I like that. I like that idea, Rob. Thanks for the intel, Rob. Honestly, I didn't know Chris Cooley had a podcast. I'll probably give that a listen. That I was thought, my guy back in the day. I thought he hosted talk radio in D.C. Oh, he does? I thought so. My goodness. I could be wrong. Was, you know what? I have scarce knowledge of Washington's offseason. I have been looking to catch up. That was a good. Oh, that was a good. You wanted to do it right then and there. Yeah. You thought that was the good time to yeah. do it. I thought someone freak. was totally about to prank me at the beginning of I, that. You know, no, that's what I thought at the beginning too. But you know what I said? I have, what? Are, what are the Commanders doing with their offseason? That, that was a real. That was a real. Uh, easy those people. That's an easy download. That was a real easy download. That was a fast way to catch up. Hey, Rob, if you're looking for another podcast, let me. Recommend Slammed. Just the tip off. Yes, Slammed is, is a great basketball podcast. We don't get into a lot of commanders talk, but, you know, who knows? I'm uh, the year crossing it today. Yeah, maybe you should. Maybe you should. Uh, that was good stuff. 617-779-7937. Ryan with all the latest here in Trending. Uh, what's coming up in Megsplaining there, Mego? Cougars, zaddies, or soulmates? <laughs> when do age gaps get weird in relationships? It's a phenomenal question. We'll get to it next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Now, more of Jones and Mako on WEEI. You mentioned the NFLPA uh, team report. Patriots did very poorly in that. Why and how relevant do you think that is with free agency two weeks away? I think it's relevant because players are going to look at, okay, well, what's my best situation? When I have two offers on the table from two different teams and the agent presents them to me and we talk about where I want to be, how do the Patriots compare to the Jacksonville Jaguars, for instance, if you're Calvin Ripley and there's no state income tax in Florida and you're with a quarterback in Trevor Lawrence who's entering his fourth season, it's a team that's been to the playoffs and you understand what it's all about. How do the Patriots relate to the Jacksonville Jaguars in those different things? What's ownership like? Look, they got to do something because either, and, and I'll, I'll say this as I look at this, Either I'm incredibly naive and believe everything that they say, or the players are a bunch of whiners. The truth is probably somewhere in the middle. I can't believe that the organization is that poorly run to allow themselves to have an F minus in, what was it, family comfort? That just announces we're not doing enough. I mean, look, I'm happy Curran phrased it that way. That was pretty much our big question of the day yesterday. Like, is it ownership or are the players crybabies? And this is referencing the uh, NFLPA team report cards, the player survey that came out yesterday and was conducted between August and November of last season. Patriots did horribly. And so, look, I, Curran's a great reporter and Curran's very well connected, but forced to choose between the two options he just presented. He said maybe it's a blend, but forced to choose. I, I think he's listening to ownership too much on that one the players are saying that the conditions are crap and so the owner might say wow it's fine like that's what clark hunt is saying have you followed what's going on in kansas city at all in the last day no what happened okay i saw that the buccaneers put out a statement in response to the grades that they received saying essentially that they're gonna do better and fix it clark hunt did like a real q a but it, I forgot about this Bucks tweet. Uh, thank you for referencing it. It's Jones and Mego. Uh, we have Meg explaining coming up about five minutes from now. So stay tuned for that with all your phone calls. 617-779-7937. Here's what the Bucks said. We value the NFLPA report and the input from our players that it provides. The feedback allows us to examine, address, and improve many of our, uh, many areas rather of our operation. We hold ourselves to the highest standards and we strive to be first class in everything we do. Patriots haven't said anything like that, right? Unless I've missed it. Did that come out later today? Patriots haven't even referenced it. I have not seen any updates. So Clark Hunt uh, talked with the media. And I I don't know why he made himself available. Was it because of this report card? Is it because of the dumb Chiefsaholic thing that's going on? Have you followed that story? No. Why are you so entrenched in the Chiefs right now? I mean, this is just this is all national football Bruins news. haven't been playing. Yeah. Celtics okay. haven't been playing. Okay, so catch me up. Assume that people the out there have not. The Chiefsaholic been. is the mascot who was like, uh, oh, I like that guy. robbing banks. I think. Oh, I don't like that guy. He's like robbing banks, and now he's like b- being prosecuted. And uh, so, like, maybe he was talking. I don't know why he was scheduled to talk, but he talked to the media. And what Clark Hunt said is. Oh, oh, well, I don't get why the players gave us such bad grades. And I'll land the plane back with the Patriots. I don't get why the players gave us such bad grades. We just upgraded our locker room last year. And so he was being willfully ignorant by saying we upgraded our locker room. And so a lot of the local media there glommed onto that. What the players were complaining about was the practice facility. It's a separate venue that hasn't been upgraded for 20 years. And he knew that. And so he's like, well, insinuating our players are babies. We just fixed up the locker room. What are they talking about? And I think the crafts might be doing the same thing. Like, oh, why are these players complaining? We did this and we did that, and we're working on the locker room. What are they complaining about? 
Well, we heard last year that a locker room might have been part of all the renovations at Gillette. And you know what the first renovation was? The uh, entertainment space, the lighthouse, the scoreboard, a million other things except for their locker room. And the message is that's on the back burner. And the message beneath that is our players are less important than our bottom line. I mean, I don't know what else you would take away from that other than we'll spend $200 million on a lighthouse, we'll spend whatever the hell it costs on the scoreboard, we'll promote the crap out of it, we're going to have a function space on top of that where we can make money off of it, and we don't really care about our players. And the players responded in that survey. The Patriots actually did worse this year than last year. And if you look at the Chiefs, that's another team that got really bad grades in ownership in particular. They were 31st overall. I forget their exact ownership grade, but they were 31st overall. And they did very well in other categories. Andy Reid was the highest-graded coach. And, you know, they they got graded well in other areas. Ownership graded very poorly. And so, the lie to you is my point. Clark Hunt is, until he really got pressed on it, he was like, oh, yeah, we just upgraded our locker room. What are you talking about? Ownership ownership got an F- minus for the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, so there you go. 32nd overall. And they finished third. They did worse than the Patriots in this survey. Kraft's like, suck it, Hunt. Which, to me is like, people will say, oh, well, look, I mean, the Crafts won six Super Bowls in 20 years. They're obviously good owners. Well, the Chiefs just won three and five, and their owners suck. And so, are they good owners, or do they just have, in the case of the Patriots, Tom Brady, and the Chiefs now just have Patrick Mahomes? Like, to me, that's pretty obvious what's going on. Kevin is in Brookline. Go ahead, Kevin. Hey, Josie. Mego, how are you guys today? Good. What's I, I up? Have, I, have a good, uh, I have a good question for you. Obviously, the players aren't happy. Um... But the dumpster fire in Foxborough is going to continue. Uh, but here's a good poll question for you. Why don't you find out how the season ticket holders feel about how they're treated by the Patriots? Are the you, heck with the players. They're Kevin, making, Kevin they, are, you, are you a season ticket holder? Yes, I am. How do you feel? Um, I've, enjoy, I've, enjoyed, I've enjoyed the experience. I've been treated very well. Um, well, I'm really curious. Do you guys think that that season ticket holder list, the second, I'm sorry, season ticket waiting list will continue, or is it going to fade away like the Celtics did after Larry Bird left? Yeah. Or I believe that the Red Sox season ticket holder list is evaporating like an ice cube on a sunny summer day. Yeah. So Kevin, it uh, was poetic. It end. was very poetic. If only we could ask a season ticket holder about how they felt about it. <laughs> I thought he was going to come with the fire. Then he was like, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it. It's been good. Um, I'm not angry at all. Okay. Well, that's, the, that's some exactly of the best bologna sandwiches I have ever had. <laughs> Someone Let should ask you. the season, season ticket holders how they feel about the experience. I've enjoyed it. <laughs> I miss the commander's guy. Oh, that was, come on. That was a better call than the commander's guy. So I thought they were both great. So when it comes to um, their season ticket like waiting list, right now, there's still a wait list. But I don't know. Talk to me in two years. There's no more Bill. There's no more Brady. They're still winning four games. And the new quarterback they drafted at three sucks. There, there might not be a very is long Is there like this. a Gillette experience they can start selling their fan base on? Because like tailgating well, yeah, I mean, for some people is a big best, event and that's what they shops. look forward to. But that's what I'm saying. Like the Red Sox aren't interested in putting a competitive team on the field and they'll try to sell you on like, well, look how great everything around it is. It's not just baseball. It's it's a game day yeah. experience. I mean, like, look, could the craft start rolling maybe, that out? Maybe, but who wants to go to Foxborough? 
You know, like the one thing, the one thing the Red Sox have going. He's had a great time. The one thing the Red Sox have going for them is they're downtown and they have a ballpark that people want to go see, like a special historic ballpark. Nothing historic about Gillette, nothing. And there's nothing, you know, overly great about Foxborough. Apologies if you live in the area. But it's not like you're going to some big city. We'll let you jump in the fish tanks of the Bass Pro Tom. Six one seven 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 nine. Bring the kids. Seven ninety three seven. You can jump in line for Key Fan Hart. I believe it's uh, Andy Hart tonight at six o'clock. Uh, but first, let's get to Meg explaining. Why don't you explain this to me like I am an eight year old? Do you need it broken down? It's so dumb. Why don't you explain this to me like I'm five? Well, lucky for you. I don't know how else to talk about it. Shut up, Meg. It's time for. Now I let you know. Meg explaining. Meg explaining. This isn't the first time in this time slot that I've talked about cougars, not the mountain lions. Ooh, a different, very wild, beautiful animal out there. Majestic. Majestic. Oh, they prowl the hotel bars. <laughs> a beautiful cougar. I'm a little bit of a cougar. So many sequins. Yeah. What is the what is the age? What's a what makes what makes one a cougar? I don't or, know. We'll get we'll get to that in a second. Oh, but will? I okay. would say I'm a cougar in that my fiance is three years younger than me. That makes me kind of cougary, right? I mean, you're basically robbing the cradle. Yeah. Is that is that what makes you a cougar? He's my little kitten. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm younger than Cat. How much? A year and change. A year and change. Did it feel weird at all that she was older than you when you guys started dating? Uh, no. So I was listening to the morning show, uh-huh. and they had this conversation for whatever reason. I guess Wiggy was talking about Kristen Cavallari, and oh, we'll get I into who she oh is. Oh my gosh! Yeah, but she's dating like a twenty-four year old. Right? Okay. I've seen so, this story. Tom McPhil, is that his name? <laughs> So this debate came up on the morning show, and I would like your perspective and colors. You can give your perspective, too. I promise it's not just going to be gossip about Kristen Cavallari, but a bigger subject. Here's the sound. He has three kids. So what? Okay. And he's 23. It's almost like stealing his youth. She doesn't want any more kids. I'm sure he's pretty happy with the yeah. situation. She's gorgeous. Like, she doesn't look a day over 21. She's a babe. No one cares about that no more. You but... go to his Instagram account, and his yeah. last, you know, three photos are him on the field. It, uh, he went to, like, Montana or something playing college football. He is a smoke show. Like, good for her. I'm sure that they're having mind-blowing sex. <laughs> but it's just crazy to me when Someone I think about Kristen jealous. Cavallari who's a mother of three, <laughs> hooking up with this young kid. But, what Courtney, I think, I think Kristen Cavallari, because she was on a show as a teenager, feels like she's older than she really is, like right. Macaulay Culkin. Like, we've known about okay, her for good. a long time. That's pretty much what I wanted. So, um... If you don't know who Christian Cavallari is, she's Jay Cutler's ex, and she was famous for being on two MTV shows, which are Laguna Beach and The Hills, and oh, this is all in the okay. news because I she posted she an Instagram earlier this week, and I promise I'm landing this plane, as you'd say, Jones, of her new boyfriend. He's 24 years old. Kristen Cavallari is 37 years old, and she's a mom of three, as we heard there. I fully understand why you might not give I thought, by the way, first, Courtney said, a- I thought she said he had three kids. I was like, holy crap. Oh, no, no, no. She she's, has three kids. She's got with Jay Cutler. And I fully understand why people may not give a crap about some former reality TV show star that was married to Jay Cutler. But it is interesting to me when you look at the different age differences between couples and how much it matters. Mm -hmm. So that's a pretty significant age difference, I think, because of where they are in life. She's a babe. They're in two radically different places in life. Like, Kristen Cavallari has three young kids. I see. 
So it's not he the age. Is, it's, it's, no, no. It's, it's where he's, she is in life. He is fresh out of college. Uh-huh. Now, if they're both like 40s, 50s, nobody gives a crap. Like, nobody cares. I don't care about even this. In, even when you get to your 30s, you like, care nobody about this? cares. I don't care about this. You don't think it's like, well, you said, yeah, she's dating a 24-year-old. No, no, but like, but but they're dating. Like, you think if they got married, that might be different. Then I'd be like, okay, well, what's going on? They're just dating. They're probably just hooking up for like a month okay. and then uh, she'll so move on. So if, if your friend started dating a woman older or younger, with, and it, with, within bounds, we're talking, about, we're talking about adults. Yeah. So at what point does it become a weird age gap? Oh, I mean, like generically. I mean, look, that's no, in, in your in your opinion. But I'm saying I'm just, I need to pick a number, right? So like 37 to 24. Okay, so is, let's say your friend's 40. Yeah. And he starts dating a 57 year old woman. Does that, that feel weird? Yes. Why? Because she's an old lady. <laughs> what if she's a hot coog? Uh, she's a babe. Still feels odd to me. Uh, and then what, what if it goes the other way? It, what if he's dating he's, a 23 year old? I was just gonna say if he's dating like a tw- that also does feel weird. Yeah. So where I think if you're in the same decade, it but makes like that's, sense the only pretty I, much at any point. Sure. The only reason I care is because it's my friend in this scenario. Like it's Kristen Cavallari. So like, I'm sure she'll move on in a month. But like my friend, I would care more because I, I have a relationship with them. That's the only reason I would care. Some random person, it, 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 it doesn't bother me. If they got married, if they're like real serious. Now he's got to be a parent to those kids. Maybe that matters more, but they're just hooking up, I'm sure, for a month. And then she'll be on to the next guy. So I feel like it's around nine years. That's when it starts to go like, okay, that like feels how, well. how different are you guys? Okay. You know, because I have had a couple moments and uh, my fiance and I are only three years apart. There have been a couple of cultural touch points that I have referenced and he doesn't get them. And that just because he of this like one little span that he doesn't get. Do you think it's a blind spot or you think it's a generational? I thing? think it's a generational thing. Like, okay. at one point I was talking about, like, for example, he never got in on the challenge, MTV challenge. He never got in on it because by the time that, like, he would be of the age, MTV was already moving out of being as much a thing and the show wasn't as good. Like, I think you and I are more in the challenge I mean, demographic. Yeah, you're just wrong. You're just wrong about the challenge. Okay. But, there's, but there's a bigger gap between you and I than there is between you and him. Right? Yeah. I'm 40. You're how old? I'm 35. Right, so there's a bigger gap between you and I than there is between, and but we have. I don't feel like there's like constantly. We're not like, wow, what a big different. Uh, okay, but Arcan brings stuff up that I have no idea. Yeah, what but Arcan's like about. secretly sixty five years old, so like that's that's why, <laughs> you know, Arcan Arcan's secretly an old man. I would say like his actual his actual age is forty one, but, but he identifies as sixty five. I mean, we old. spend a lot of time together, yeah. but we don't spend all our time together, and right. they're like, this unfortunately has aged badly. But he didn't know what trapped in the closet was. Ah, uh, R. Kelly. Yeah, and obviously that's a different scenario. But sure. I was talking about like I was singing a line from Trapped in the Closet, and he was like, "What, what is that?" Wrong with you? And I was like, "Trapped in the Closet. You don't know what this is." Yeah, but I guess I'm, you're. It could just be that people. Not everybody knows everything. You think, so you think it's a generational thing that I he doesn't know I what it is. I think if I stopped anyone my age on the street and said, "What's trapped in the closet?" They would not only know what it is; they could probably sing a line. How old is he? He's thirty-two. Yeah, I think if you ask most, I think if you ask most thirty-two-year-olds, they would know. I don't think so. I think he might I'm just have a blind spot. Three, there's like I know, these. I know exactly what that. Yeah, thanks. It would also start saying those of things that I think you'll run into. Well, he's so much younger than you, Where people don't know, sure. or like we just had Cadlick in. Cadlick's like SpongeBob is the best show ever, right? And I'm like, he's how old again? SpongeBob, twenty-six. Okay, like it's a kids show. What are we talking about? He's twenty-six and you're thirty-five. Yeah. So that's that's within, nine years. That would be that's within, like exactly. That's perfect. It's no, that's two. That's two baby baby. Is it? I could not. I thought you said nine was okay. 
Oh, no, you said, said nine is when it starts I w- getting I weird. I wouldn't, like, pass judgment on any. First of all, look, if you guys are, like, in your 40s, 50s, even if in your 30s, I probably don't care. Whatever. Like, it's just, there's a point when I realized that my fiancé is closer in age to my younger brother than he is to me, and that freaks me out. Because my younger brother feels like it's he's like from you're kissing another, your younger brother. No, no, no. Right? He feels yeah. like he's from yeah. another planet with some of his cultural touch points. Like my younger brother puts on his music on Spotify, and only because he doesn't have the Odyssey app, but he puts it on, and he's and it's like, and I'm like, well, I don't even know what this is. And he's like, you don't know this person. It's blankety sandstorm. Yeah, definitely not sandstorm. I would know sandstorm. No sandstorm. Um. Yeah, when does that start getting weird? I guess I, I when when and does it matter if the woman's older or younger? Because one of the things Courtney was saying is that it, older women are able to like get away with it more. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. Really? Yeah, I feel like it's just way more common with men, and the stats back me up. No, it is. It is, but what? Which one's creepier? Which one's the I old mean, man? The old man. The old man. Yeah. Why? Because uh, he's an old man. Girl yeah. is beautiful. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It just is. Okay. Yeah. Well, this guy is a smoke show, as Courtney said. Yeah, that's right. Like, why is that not creepy? It's not creepy. Yeah, it's not creepy. I'm I don't not know. creeped yeah. out by it in the slightest bit. Yeah. Are you? Um, I think it's a little odd. Okay, so maybe maybe there's a, maybe it's just a like uh, if my friend did this. Uh huh. If my friend was dating a 24 year old guy, mm-hmm. be like, so yeah, she's like, hey, on sweetie, I gotta go poop in the shed. Say, she's... <laughs> <laughs> If she's making lunch for her three kids and also him, like that's weird. But you know, if you just treat him like a like a boy toy or a boyfriend or whatever, like who really? This is cares? another great one. So text line says, "I bet Mego's fiance didn't watch TGIF." It's true. I was talking about TGIF, and I was like, you know, Ryan, the the old, era with Sabrina the Teenage Witch you're and a Home older... Improvement and Boy Meets World. Okay, and well, he was the like, shows might be a little different. He was like, "I never watched because the shows changed." I watched you, all those shows. You watch TGIF, right? Yeah, absolutely. He's an old soul. Like two years older. I'm, I'm dangerously close to 34. Someone on the text line says half your age plus seven <laughs> is, that is the perfect gap. Half your age plus seven. I can't do that. That uh, doesn't seem. That'd be too young. Right. I can't do that. So an 80 year old can date a 47 so like year old? 25. But that's Mega, what Bob Kraft's doing. <laughs> yeah. And how does. And how they does, seem very happy. Do they? Uh, so there you go. That's uh, half Meg- your age plus seven. What did we establish? Science, bitch. I don't nine, know that we. Nine years is the golden rule. I don't think we established anything there. Do you? Th- you think we established something? I'm more confused than we started. I think we worked through some stuff. I I think Mr. Who just has some some blind spots that you're blaming for him being a little bit younger. That's all. Oh my He's- god, you don't know Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Yeah. What the hell? You haven't watched is- the animated version? My god. This is what we talked about in pre Kana. I was like, he doesn't even know TGIF. It's never going to work. <laughs> Melissa Joan Hart is an icon. See, I, now this makes me feel old because I never watched Pre-Kana. What? I never watched it. It's either a great you, joke I or... Don't, that's, I don't... No, 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 no. I, he knows what he said. So he knows stupid. what he said. You're so dumb. He knows what he said. There go. 617-779-7937. We have Keith and Hart coming your way at the top of the hour. We have Bet Roulette. Some picks for tonight next. Now back to Jones and Mego on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. The biggest issue for NFL evaluators with Jaden Daniels is how much is he going to weigh? (laughs) That's one of the biggest storylines, believe it or not, here in Indianapolis because it's very clear the way he's built. He is a wiry guy, and even though he's tough, the amount that he likes to run when he's pressured generally speaking he scrambles to run not scrambles to throw 
And when you're 200 pounds even, maybe, maybe even slightly less than that at 6'3", that can be a problem at the NFL level. You might break. Phil Perry on Jaden Daniels. Break me off a piece of that Jaden Daniels. <laughs> Stupid. Don't yeah, laugh at that. I'm getting a lot of response. Cut that. I didn't. Cut that. Get that out of there. We're getting a lot of Dump response that. to Meg's planning. I like this one. Half your age plus seven? I don't think his math completely works, but he says, I'm six years old. That means for someone to be a cougar that I can date would be a 106-year-old lady. <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> that is kind of hot. She's like, seen some stuff. She could tell you about the Titanic. See, that? yeah, seriously, it's at the bottom of the ocean. She's like, I remember the last pandemic. I remember the last pandemic, the Spanish flu. Don't laugh at that. That's so mean. That was tragic. She's been around. She's seen some stuff. It's true. It's actually just Rose world, from Titanic. World wars and things of this nature. Yeah, it's true. It's like it's, I pushed Jack off the door. <laughs> there wasn't enough room. I like that he wasn't like, oh, I could date a 37-year-old. He went the other way, which I, which I appreciate. I like it. Uh, let me hear from, uh, well, our next caller is the, the same age as that texter. David is in the car. Go ahead, David. Hi, good afternoon, guys. So this, this is an interesting topic that Mego brought up. Because there's a lot of that out here. Guys being older, like, for instance, I'm, I'm going to be 58 in May. Oh, so okay? not, not quite 60. So not quite, yeah, but getting close to the 60. My fiance is going to be 31 next month. Okay. okay. So, so what Meg, happens so is. So Mego thinks that's creepy. No, like I don't. That, I said you're in your 30s, 40s, no, 50s. Hey, so that's great. Let me explain. Let me explain why. Mego just thinks you're a creep, David. It's what okay. happens is, it's okay. You can think that. A lot of people do. But first of all is, I, I've taken care of myself over the years. So I don't look my age. I don't feel my age. Nice. nice. Same. That, so that's a bonus. So, okay, so that's a bonus. And the other thing is a lot of women feel secured with all the men because they've established their life. They're financially secure. I mean, why do you think Mr. Kraft is married with a young lady? She's think a doctor. about it. Well, why do you think? A lot of reasons. You know? <laughs> yeah, but still. But still, there's like a 30-year gap there as well. Yep. Okay, just about close to 30. She loves but Dave what Matthews. I'm saying is <laughs> she does. So, but what I'm saying is women feel secure because – they're, they don't want to have to go through all the drama that can be there prior to getting to a certain age with somebody their age or younger. Okay. So they feel more comfortable with somebody older. Okay. Yeah, I buy it. Look, some people are also just really immature, and people reach different emotional milestones at different points. Like, that's fine. Craft had you uh, land that young one. Who's got the best pocket piece? That's right. I'm sorry, uh, you were saying maturity? Oh, I wasn't listening. I, I feel like we just learned a lot about David. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know that about David. I thought David that was like a really nice call. Yeah, I, I don't know just... why you're so judgmental of him, though, Mega. Yeah, seriously. I'm not. You're the one who said that you would judge your friend. <laughs> I would for being with a 57 year old or a 23 year old. I would. The text line was upset that I said a 57 year old lady is an old yeah, lady. They said a few. <laughs> well, how old is Jennifer Lopez? She's 50, 52? right? 52. 52? Something like that. I, I mean, she looks better than a lot of 20-somethings I see Correct walking answer. around. It doesn't matter. Yeah, she's only 52. Matter. She's, she's beautiful. She's only 52. She's not an old lady yet. Uh, 617-779-7937. <laughs> so when is the old lady, Mark? I hazard to ask. When do you get the 50, scarlet? 55. Oh. 55. <laughs> old lady. Old lady. 55 old lady? Old maid. 55 old maid. That's that's where you're at. <laughs> Keith and Art come your way top of the hour. We have bet roulette right now. All right, I'm going to give you a choice. You can either have the money and the hammer, or you can walk out of here. You can't have both. 
You don't f around in this place. You got it? Boop, boop. That's it. Gambling. Bet Roulette brought to you by Cars for Kids. Easy way to donate your car. You can donate today. Your car will be picked up tomorrow. Go to carsforkids.com. One eight seven seven cars for kids. That's cars with a K and the number four. Uh, Mego, you hit last night. I hit last night. Ryan. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. The uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, who have won two games all month, decided they were going to play the best game of their lives against the Timberwolves, well, and still lost, just not by thirteen points. Uh, like I needed. That. Wasn't a money line bet. Uh, so Ryan let us down last night. Plus six oh one. Ryan let us down. Uh, Mega, why don't you roll? What okay. Are we, uh, what are we picking here for tonight? Got a four. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to try to go back to something we did a couple nights ago that I felt really good about. We almost hit, and that is star player props in the NBA. Mego, did we almost hit? We almost did. We did, do that? I mean, I I got hooked, and yep. Steph Curry had the worst game of his life. But we, we get close. We get close. We're on to something. No, 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 no
That's the pumpkin market. I don't know this song. And the card inside would say, thank you for being a friend. They work for Coach. Hold on. What? Can you play back the, those last couple words? They work for Coach. Thank you. That's my guy right there. What? It worked for Coach. Well, you said you also said hold on. I, I let that go, <laughs> but you also said hold on. 